Lord, Lord, put your life. Lord, give your life. Open your mouth. Father, give me your life. Father, give us your life. That your life be released. Father, we want to thank you. Spirit of truth, we want to thank you. Jesus, we exalt your name for another opportunity to be at your feet. Your word is the beginning of journey into life. Your word is a delivering tool, the deliverance tool. Your word changes lives. Your word dispels darkness. Your word, your word creates a new experience. Father, we have come to sit at the feet of the Christ. We have come to listen to you. I ask in your name that everyone under the sound of my voice, everyone who partakes in this feast, We'll leave energized. We'll leave strengthened. Your word says, for everyone who appears in Zion, they go from strength to strength. Lord, let our understanding ascend to levels that are acceptable of the call. 
let our understanding be enlightened. Let our eyes be open and let us see exactly what you have in store for us. Amen. To the glory of your name and your name alone. Amen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Good evening, everyone. Um, I want to say thank you. Thank you, everyone, for the opportunity. Thank you, BBP, uh, for giving us this platform to you know, bring the word as regards the marketplace. Um, we, we, this is the third meeting we're going to have. And um, um, a link has been created on Telegram. It's going to be posted. Uh, the link is going to be posted shortly in the comment section for those who want to join you know, so that we can you know, do much more than our bi-weekly meetings. However, why, you know, just a quick run through, why do we have believers and disciples in the marketplace? Uh, because we understand that um, it seems difficult for people to relate their Christian experience, the, the, what scripture says with what's going on in the marketplace. And, you know, you have Christians become Christians on Sunday, listen to the word on Sunday, but on on Monday or Tuesday, they, you know, they work by a different set of rules. And it is very, very important, very important that we understand how we've been ordained to function in that space. Um, the last session we had, um, we, we spoke about God's eternal plan, understanding that and one of the key things from that, that message is on YouTube, you can find it uh, if you need to, you know, do a refresher on it. One of the key things we understood from God's eternal plan is that your creativity is not, is not involved in this. There is an ordination. There is, uh, there is a, 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 a predestination. Scripture says, I knew you before I formed you. There's a predestination for every single person. There is something ordained. There's something written concerning you. And it will be futile, you know, for me to buy a refrigerator and the refrigerator comes to my house and wants to become a television. It will be futile. It will be a waste, you know, of, of, of creation for you to be formed in a certain way or for you to be encoded with certain instructions. And then you come to the earth and you are unable, you are unable to you know, function the way you've been ordained. And so we saw that you know, from last week that there is an eternal plan and we are, all, we are all actors in this internal design. We're all playing a role. There's a script that has been written from eternity, from the beginning of time. And so we are not writing, we are not creating our own script. We are following a script and frustration lies you know, in any system that we engineer to create our own scripts. Naturally, we are working out of order, we are out of alignment. Therefore, we will be frustrated. Therefore, all the things that Lord has stationed into life to aid us in our assignment are not going to be able to respond to that you know, new fashioning. So it's important that we find our place. We understand what is God's eternal plan, what exactly. You know, so if you can go back to the message on YouTube, it explains what God's eternal plan is, what God's eternal plan is, and what is man's role. What are we supposed to do? What are we expected to do? Mm -hmm. Scripture, we did share that scripture makes us understand that there are certain conditions, there are certain preconditions to which 
which must happen before uh, uh, the theological concept of rapture, you know, that we understand in the Christian body must occur. There are conditions that have to happen. And those conditions are in two parts. First is the hearts of men, men being given the opportunity to accept Jesus as a Lord and Savior. And the second part is for systems and structures and mountains to bow to the Lordship of the Christ. And until those two things have been fulfilled, the assignment is not complete. And we have done well in the body of Christ to the extent to which we have done fairly well, I would say, in the body of Christ to the extent to which we have gone out on the message of salvation, on the message of salvation. We've not generally done well with discipleship because it's not just to uh, uh, bring people into the fold, but it's also to teach them. It says, go ye into the world. Go ye into the world. But there is a responsibility of teaching, of baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. So we, we, we've, done, we've done fairly well. We must, you know, congratulate the body of Christ and pat the back of the body and say, look, in this area, you've done fairly well. There are crusades. There are still crusades happening all over. You know, there's still evangelism efforts going back. But in the area of discipleship, clearly our results are still poor. In the area, even in the area where we seem to have done well, there's still a lot more work to be done. There are about 7 billion people on the earth. And data says that we have about 2, million, 2 billion or 1.5 billion professing Christians. There's still a lot more work to be done. The, the journey is a journey of souls, a journey of glorification, is a journey of exalting Christ above all systems. And so on one part, we're doing, you know, we're doing, we're doing, we're doing a bit better, you know, as far as the salvation experience is concerned. We're not doing so great with discipleship. But the second part is the aspect of the nations. It says, go ye into the world and make disciples of the nations. What, is, what does it mean to make disciples? Make disciples is not just telling them about Christ, it's to teach them to teach them. And how do we teach? Many times by example. Not just by words, many times, but by the example, but by the lives that we live. And it is, it is quite critical for us to really ensure that these two parts, this, two, this twofold uh, uh, assignment is, is done. It is our intent that Nations should be discipled. What is nations? Nations don't just reflect, doesn't just talk about people. It also talks about the structures. It talks about the structures. The industries, the mountains, education, sports, business, marriage, the mountains. Until the governing scripture says that the mountain of God be exalted and nations will flow to it. What does that mean? It means that the example, the shining example of the world that the world wants to subscribe to will be the one that is defined on the principles of Jesus Christ. And so until we are able to effect this second part, until we are able to actually see some results in the second part, our work is not done. Our work is not done. 
And the way the church has been built is for you to come in from all the marketplace expressions that you're in, come and be equipped and go back. But for some reason that we can't, you know, uh, we can't, we can't say we fully understand. There's, there's not been the ability to transfer that, that uh, uh, life, that Zoe life into the marketplace. Why is this? This is, we can say this is primarily because of the fact that uh, the body of Christ has played a catch-up role and those who already control these systems are not on the principles of Christ. This happened at the fall of Adam. And so systems, you could see the devil took Jesus up, took Jesus up and showed him the kingdoms. That, and it wasn't a lie. He had the control over it. He had taken it from Adam. He had taken it from Adam. Just, just you know, meditate with me in your mind and imagine what Jesus saw. What exactly did he show Jesus? This was a time where the people were probably lived in tents. There were no cities the way we have it now. But scripture makes us understand that it will show him the kingdoms of the world. I'm sure he will show him today. We'll show him the next 50 years if, if Christ tarries. We'll show him the next 20 years if Christ tarries. And tell him, look at all of this. I can give it to you. I have the control. And so we already understand without any form of confusion that the systems of this world currently currently are not the systems of our God. Currently. The banking sector, the, the, I mean, the economy of, of this world, how the economy is run, all of that is not clearly, clearly we can tell that it is not representative of the Christ. And so it is our intent, it's our intent that we're able to communicate God's truth in this regard are able to go back into the scripture we're not there's no way there's no way a system was not encoded in scripture for us there is no way that god had will have ordained us for us to be stranded there's absolutely no way there must be a system there must be a way there must be a possibility now the world is getting darker darkness is rising and darkness is a request for light. And we'll see again that just as it was in the beginning, when darkness covered the earth, the solution to that darkness was light be. And we see in Genesis 1-2, and the Spirit of the Lord was hovering over the waters, hovering over the waters, hovering over the waters. Some other time we'll be able to explain that the waters is not just talking about just water, Hoving around the nations, the people, and it declared light be, and there was light, and the recreation story started. And so it means, it means that there's a system of light that is available to shine in darkness. It says, "Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you." Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. What does this mean? What does this say? It clearly means that there is a system of light that we may not have tapped into. There is a possibility that we may not have tapped into. And this is what we'll attempt to look at today. It will not be a long session. We will just look at a few things and then we'll pray. Hmm. Are we ready?
we're going to be reading quite a bit of scriptures. Is everyone with me? Yes, we are. All right, thank you. Thank you, Father. Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 7. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 7. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 7. Who's reading? Genesis chapter 2 from verse 7. Anyone reading for us? Or can I read if there's no one to read? And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. So from verse 7, we know that man was not just created on the earth. Man was first created as a spirit being. Man was first created as a spirit being. And man was then formed as man from the dust of the ground. And verse 6 says, the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. The Lord God planted a garden eastward. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. You know, we've always heard Garden of Eden. Mm. It is Lord planted a garden eastward in the east, direction of the east. Nobody knows what is in the south of, of Eden. Nobody knows what is in the north of Eden. Nobody, nobody knows what is in the west of Eden. But we know that in the east of Eden, there is a garden. What then is Eden? And Logo planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Here's the, 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 the verse I want you to keep in your mind. And a river, mm. verse 10 now, and a river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from thence it was parted and became into four heads. I'm going to read that again. And a river, just keep the scripture in your mind. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden. So now the theory, the concept of garden of Eden is now not exactly correct. The concept of garden of Eden is now looking a little incorrect because we are seeing that a river went out of Eden to water the garden. In verse eight, we're seeing that he's saying the Lord God planted a garden in the east. In eastward means in the direction of the east in the direction of the east. And so the garden is just a location, a location in the direction of the east. Now, then a river came out of this place called Eden. This river came to water the garden. The river came from Eden to water the garden. 
and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Python. That is, it, it which compassed the whole land of Havila where there is gold. We see that one of the things that this river does is it reveals the first head of the river. So we see that it comes to, uh, is what we would call it a tributary or an estuary now, and, and breaks into four heads. And then one of these compasses the whole land of Avila where there is gold. And the gold of the land was deemed to be good. I don't know who told them it was good, but the gold of the land is good. And then there is Bidelium and then the Onyx Stone. And the second, the name of the second river is Gaihon. The same is it that compassed the whole land of Ethiopia. The name of the third river is Hidekel. That is it which goeth towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden. This is where we now begin to see the confusion. Is it, is Eden a garden? Or is there a garden in a place called Eden? Put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. To dress it and to keep it. Now, when we want to understand God's intention for man, we check the original plan. We check the original story. How was it in the beginning? How was it in the beginning? Second thing we check is how did Jesus do it? How did Jesus exert that life? How did Jesus carry out that expression? First, we check in the beginning. Scripture says, in the, and in the beginning, it was not so. So let's go back to the beginning. What was the system that was designed to sponsor the living and the success and the breakthrough of man? What was the system designed? Because if we're going to be in the marketplace, the assignment of marketplace looks like in verse 15, and the Lord God took man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Now, what is the system? The system of nourishment did not come from him. No. We can see that the system of nourishment was a river that went out of Eden to water the garden. A river went out of Eden to water the garden. So what was his job? His job wasn't to water the garden. His job was to dress it and to keep it. And so if we look at Genesis 1, we see the instruction that man was given. Very, very clear instruction. And so we see that he says in verse 22, Genesis 1, 22, God blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the waters in the sea. Be fruitful, multiply. Sorry, um, that's in verse 28. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, 
over the fowl of the air and over every other living thing that moveth upon the earth. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. So the assignment was, I have a system, there are people that I have created. I have a system that will provide nourishment for you. All I need you to do is to ensure that as this nourishment is provided for you, you be fruitful. You multiply, you replenish the earth. But as far as your provision is concerned, leave that to me. This was the original design. And so there's that river that flows from Eden that guarantees that supply, that guarantees that nourishment. Is anybody following me? Yes. So we can clearly say that from the beginning, man wasn't meant to toil. We saw later on that man was cursed and had to begin to toil. But man wasn't meant to toil. Man was just meant to, to, to tend the garden, to tend the garden. Because the natural process of nourishment for the garden, for the assignment, was from the throne of grace. And he calls it a river. He calls it what? A river. Hmm. And so what is this river? We see in Genesis chapter 3. We see in Genesis chapter 3 that man had been chased out of this reality. Of course, now we understand. We understand that there is, the garden is an extension that is sponsored by Eden. That's why it's called Garden of Eden. It is not exactly Eden itself, right? Because there's a river that flows out of Eden into the garden to nourish that garden. And so please, if there's anything, um, what's it called, that's, that's, not, that's not exactly clear, you can put a question in the comment section or there'll be time for questions. But I just want you to, I want us to have the basic understanding of how this thing was designed from the beginning and how we can begin to find our way into God's design. And so we saw that man was given the instruction just to tend until the serpent came the serpent came and we see that there was a curse that was placed upon man. A curse was, no, sorry, a curse was placed upon the earth. A curse was placed upon the earth and man was made to till the ground. And we see in Genesis chapter three, verse 17, when he said, and unto Adam he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree, of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. So what does this mean? It means that this river that flows to nourish this ground is hereby suspended. So it says, in sorrow shall thou eat out of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles, in verse 18 now, shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt have to eat the hair of the field. 
home. Up until this time, we had never seen a system where they were eating what you would call food. Remember, they were supernatural, more supernatural than physical beings. We had never seen a system where they were eating food as it were, eating what we call meal, I mean food as it were. There was a system of sustenance. We saw this with Jesus. What was the system of sustenance that Jesus kept people for three days on the mountain with? There was a system of sustenance handed over to them. But for the first time, you see, when scripture says this tree and this tree has been created as food to eat, it is not literal food. It is not literal food. Because you will notice that they were not even conscious of their fleshly status, not until they fell. They were not conscious of their fleshly status until they fell. Until they fell. And so it had come to a point where it was now clear that because they had lost dominion, they had to till the ground to get out their food. They had to till the ground because now they were fully in their human state. They had lost the glory. And they had to till the ground. And it says in verse 19, in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. For out of it, it was, out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. And so we see that the system of nourishment for this garden, for this structure has been seized. That river is seized. The river that naturally, you know, just picture irrigation in a farm. So the, the source of water into that farm has seized. Hmm. Now man had to be tied to what you call times and seasons. Man had to be conditioned to the timings of rain, of rainy season and dry season. That was not the original order. Man was not functioning according to time and season. Man was automatically being supplied by a river from Eden. But after this curse was laid upon the earth, man now had to subscribe to the order of times and seasons. Therefore, you have to wait for rainy season to plant. You have to wait for, you know, rainy season to be able to do your planting so that in the dry season, you'll be able to have something to eat. So the ground, the ground could no longer yield as it should because a curse had been placed upon it. And what is a curse? A cost truly is separation from the eternal streams. A cost truly. Why you would see, for example, in scripture, when it talks about death, death was not, you say, and, and uh, when scripture is talking about death, yeah, the person was still living for another hundred and something years. Death was an end to the supernatural life, an end to that Zoe life. A, 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 a what's it called? A cutoff from that possibility, that realm. That's real. And so man had to be chased out of the garden real quick because if they eat of that other tree, then they will, be, they will be able to function again in that realm. And so there is a realm where the supply is supernatural. 
but there is a realm they are now subscribed to times and seasons. Times and seasons was not in the original plan. No, it wasn't. It came into, it came into being when the earth was caused. But put your mind, never forget the concept of that river. There is a river. There is a river. Let's look at Psalm 1. Psalms 1. Psalms 1. Psalms 1. Psalms 1. And I'm going to read from here. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leave also shall not wither, and whatsoever he he doeth shall prosper. Again, we see a river. We see a river. But we see this river within the context of times and seasons. We see a river within the context of times and seasons. And what is the prerequisite for a man accessing this system of the river that's still available within time and seasons is that his delight is in the law of the Lord. And so we see by scripture that because Christ was not yet come, there had to be a system to say, okay, you know what? If these people truly will be the Lord their God, there's a remediation system. So what does it remediation say? It says that surely every season they will bring forth their fruit. If they delight in the law of the Lord, if they meditate on his Lord day and night, there is a possibility. There is an allocation that is now made available to them. This allocation will allow them to bring forth fruit in seasons. In seasons. And like I had said earlier, I said that they, are, they were now under the rulership of time and seasons. They were now under the rulership of time and seasons. But God in his loving kindness, God in his loving kindness still created a system to ensure that as long as you follow, as long as you stay within the ambit of the law, as long as you stay within the ambits of the law, you will be that river. You will be planted by that river, rivers of water that bring it forth its fruit in the city. Now, what does this mean? It means that you will subscribe to a system of nourishment. Remember, the cross of this conversation is round about a system of nourishment. Access to a system of nourishment. Loss of a system of nourishment. But now, because they were following the letters of the law, there was a system of nourishment that was made available to them. They had all the laws to fulfill. They had the tithings. They had all those, all those things to fulfill. So that ensured that they were planted by the river. And so we'll see that before Christ came to bring redemption, 
to bring us access back to that reality, access back to that Zoe life, there was still a river. There was still a river. And, you know, it, it's quite interesting that the Lord will bring us in this direction, considering the fact that in the general house, you know, uh, we taught us about the power of the sea. The power of the sea, the wealth of the sea. And I'm sure he did share, you know, I'm sure if you listen to it, he did share a story about literally, not fictionally, literally, people have experienced, you know, encounters with the wealth in the sea. Scripture says the earth is groaning, waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. The earth is groaning. The earth that was caused is groaning, waiting for the manifestations. Why? Because the earth has so much to give, so much to give, so much to give, so much to give, yet the people who own this right have not shown up. The manifestation of the sons, the appearance of the sons. Who will be able to walk in this reality? Now we see that there is a river. Hmm. There is a river. But then again, we saw when Jesus came, when Peter lent his boat to him, he got on the boat, preached the gospel, and then turned to Peter and says, let your net for a cash. Let your net and see for a cash. And because these people, the experts, the, the, the marketplace people, as Peter was, they know, they, they are experienced. Hmm. They are experienced. They know the order. They know they have the, the, the calculations. They know uh, what can happen in one season. They know the pl- best place to get you know, fish at any point in time. They know they are experts. They have toiled all night. Emphasis on the word toiled. Remember the cost that was given, that was given to the earth, to the ground for, for Adam's sake. They had toiled. They were not, Peter was not an, an inexperienced fisherman. They were the leading, if there was a, a, an agric sector and there was a fishing sector, they were the gods of that sector. They were the leaders of that sector. Experienced men. Experienced man. And Jesus said, just let your boat out into the deep a little. Hmm. Let your nets in for a catch. What river did those fishes come from? Hmm. You know, our God is not a God of magic. Hope you know that. We don't do magic in the kingdom. It's not magic. What river? Where did those fish come from? Where did those fish come from? And Jesus started to show us a restoration to the Adamic order. He lived it practically. Where did wine come from? Water. How did water turn to wine? How did water turn to wine? Where did fish come from? 
Who put gold, a gold coin, in the mouth of the fish when it was time to pay taxes? What was Jesus trying to show us? You are experienced people in the marketplace, but let me show you that there is a system. There is a system that's greater than the system you know. Cast your net into the sea for a catch. Let me show you that there's a system. Do you know that it is later on we started to see the technology of using a reel to catch one fish? Do you know that when he sent Peter to go and catch a fish, that period they were using nets. They were not using reel. It was not fishing rod. Fishing rod is a new technology. It was nets. And so Peter was to have gotten on the boat and gone a bit into the sea and cast his net to catch a fish. And he said in the first fish. So basically, Peter could have gone there, caught fish, sold the fish at the docks and paid and paid and paid the what's it called and paid the, the tax. Is anybody with me? Yes. Yes. Peter, literally, because he wasn't catching one fish. No. He was going out with a net. They were fishermen. The technology of the time was nets. And so Peter was going into the river, into the sea with nets. And so easily, Peter could have sold the fish that he caught and paid for their taxes. But what was he trying to show? Why would he send Peter to the marketplace? Why didn't he just say, you know, go and talk to Judas, who was the treasurer? Did did they not have money? They had money. They had resources. Why would he tell Peter to go and fish? What was he trying to say to those of us experts in the marketplace? Hmm. That even in the marketplace, there is a source that is able to bring nourishment. (sighs) Only if you know how to align with this source. Only if you know how to align with this source. And then gold comes out of the mouth of a fish. Who put it there? Hmm. Who put it there? Now, scripture also tells us about another river. Hmm. Another river. Let's look at the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 47. Ezekiel chapter 47. And I'm going to read from verse 1. Remember, don't forget the the initial scripture in Genesis 2. The river that came out of Eden to nourish the garden. So I'm going to read Ezekiel chapter 47. It's going to be a long read, but just stay with me. The man brought me back. I'm reading from the NIV. I think I should read from the King James Version. Ezekiel chapter 47. Sorry, I just want to stick to the King James Version. 
afterward, he brought me again unto the door of the house. And behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. <laughs> Are you guys seeing that again? Afterward, he brought me again into the door of, onto the door of the house. And behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. If you were following us, where was the first time we saw a river flowing out eastward? Bible students. In the garden. Garden. Thank you. We saw that the garden was positioned eastward of Eden. Now we are seeing this river following the same direction. Eastward. For the forefront of the house stood towards the east. Ah, my goodness. Oh, goodness. Look, I, I want you to pray right now. Just pray, Father, show me. I want to see exactly what you're saying. Just, 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 if you can unmute, just say, Father, for a minute. Just pray and say, Father, show me. Open my eyes. This is the time not to be distracted. If you don't get it, you don't get it. This is not just opening scriptures. This is light, light, light. There is an understanding that you will receive that will change your perspective. So wherever you are, just Father, show me what you want me to see. Spirit of God, show me what exactly you want me to see. Not just words, not just the extension of scripture, not just, not just you know, oratory. Show me what you want me to see. Show me what you want me to see. Show me what you want me to see. Let my mind receive illumination. Let light, 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 light for light. Let your light. And for the forefront for, of the house to towards the east, and the waters came down from under the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Then he brought me out of the way of the gates northward and led me about the way without unto the altar gate by the way that looked eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. Hmm. And, when a, and when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters. The waters were to my ankles. Hmm. Again, he measured a thousand. This is the journey of spiritual growth. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters and the waters were to my knees, were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through. The waters were to the loins. Afterward, he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not pass over for the waters were risen. Waters to swimming, a river that could not be passed over. Verse six. And he said unto me, son of man, has thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now, when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the one side and on the other. Hmm. And then he said unto me, these waters issue out towards the east country and go down into the desert and go into the where? Who's reading with me? And go into the where? 
the desert. This and week. then go into the where? The sea. The, the sea. sea. Goes into the sea. <laughs> Which being brought forth into the sea, the waters shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live, and there shall be a very great multitude of fish. Now ask yourself, where did those fish come from? <laughs> shall be a very great multitude of fish, because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live wherever the river cometh. Um, I mean, I mean, this is tough English because this is New King James Version, right? And it shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand upon it from Engedi even unto Eneglain. There shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kinds as the fish of the great sea exceeding many. But the miry places thereof and the marishes thereof shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. And by the river upon the bank thereof, on this side and on that side shall grow all trees for meat whose leaves shall not fade neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed it shall bring forth new fruit according to his months no longer according to seasons <clears throat> no longer according to seasons are, are we seeing this are we seeing this guy yes sir it shall bring forth new fruit according to his months because their waters, this is not ordinary water, their waters are issued out of the sanctuary and the fruit thereof shall be for meat and the leaf thereof for medicine. I'm going to, I'm going to take my time again to read the scripture in a more English, you know, contemporary friendly version. For us to see what is being said here. Let me see, can I read from the message translation? All right, let me read from the message translation, which is more friendly. We've seen the river in Genesis. We've seen the location of the garden. We've seen that the garden is said to be eastward of Eden. We've seen that it says that the river that flows out of Eden flowing to nourish that garden. And we saw that the curse suspended that flow. We saw that the curse suspended that flow. Now man was tied to seasons. Hmm. Now I'm going to read again Ezekiel 47. Please follow me by with your spirit. Be very attentive. Now he, I'm reading the message translation. Now he brought me back to the entrance to the entrance to the temple. Now you can begin to understand what Eden is. We'll tie it up at the end. What is Eden? Hmm. Now he brought me back to the entrance to the temple. I saw water pouring out from under the temple porch to the east. The temple faced east. Hmm. Pouring out from under the temple porch to the east. The temple faced east. The water poured from the south side of the temple, south of the altar. He then took me out through the north gate and let me, led me around the outside to the gate complex on the east. The water was gushing from under the south front of the temple. He walked to the east with a measure, measuring tape and measured off 1,500 feet, 1,000 feet, you know, KJV calls it leading me through the water that was ankle deep. Hmm. This dam had been open. <laughs> he measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through water that was knee deep. He measured off another 1,500 feet, leading me through water waist deep. 
He measured off another 1,500 feet. By now, it was a river over my head. Water to swim in. Water no one could possibly walk through. He said, oh, thank you, spirit of revelation and truth. Son of man, have you had a good look? So we are not seeing right. Then he took him back to the river bank. While sitting on the bank, I noticed a lot of trees on both sides of the river. He then told me, this water flows east, descends to the Ariba, and then into the sea, the sea of stagnant waters. When it empties into the sea, into those waters, the sea will become fresh. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so even if the sea was dead, this river comes with life. And the sea of stagnant waters, when it empties into those waters, the sea will become fresh. <laughs> Wherever this river flows, life will flourish. Great schools of fish. Now you know where the fish that Jesus called forth came from. Because the river is turning the salt sea into fresh water. Where the river flows, life abounds. Ah! Fishermen will stand shoulder to shoulder along the shore from Engedi, all the way north to Eneglim, casting their nets. Ha! The sea will teem with fish of all kinds, like the fish of the great Mediterranean. The swamps and the marshes will become fresh. Those ones, they will stay salty. <laughs> those ones, the swamps and the marshes, those ones that have said not to, not to connect themselves, they won't become fresh. They'll stay salty. But the river itself on both banks will grow fruit trees of all kinds. Their leaves will, won't wither. Their fruit won't fail. Every month. No, it's still now. It's, now, I'm going to ask you guys. <clears throat> By the law of seasons, are trees meant to bear fruit every month? You are intelligent people. I'm asking. No, no. But it says every month they will bear fresh fruit because the river from the sanctuary flows to them. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. Hmm. What is the Lord talking about? What is the Lord talking about? Hmm. Let's look at Psalm 46. Let's look at Psalm 46. There is a system of exemption. Ah, my goodness. Psalm 46. Ay, 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 ay. What river was Jesus walking upon? God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar and be troubled, I'm reading King James, Psalms 46, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Verse 4 is where I want you to be excited in your spirit. Somebody read it. Somebody, I want somebody to read that. Verse 4. Psalm 46, verse 4, KJV. Read it out to me. Psalm, verse 4 and 5. Read it out to me, please. Okay. Come on now. Come on now. She cannot be God shall help her just at the break of dawn. Amazing. There is a river, guys. There is a river. The streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, 
the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. Oh, I will show you scriptures. I'll show you scriptures. Revelations chapter 22, guys. Revelations 22. Revelations 22. Oof, my God. Oh, my spirit is fired up. <laughs> Revelations 22. Then I'm reading... I'm reading, let me read from the King James Version. Let me read from the King James Version. No, let me read from, let me read from NIV. Let me read from NIV. I want simpler English. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of what? My people, are you here? Then the angel water showed me the life. river of the water of what? Of life. As clear as crystal, flowing from where? Flowing from where, people? Out of the throne of God. Out of the throne of God. Flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. <laughs> it says down the middle of the great street of the city. It says on each side of this river stood the tree of life. <laughs> Remember, I told you that there was a tree and it's not necessarily a tree for food at the time. <laughs> Anyways, let's go down. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every what? Month. Yielding its fruit when? Every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Oh, my God. No longer will there be any what? Follow me, guys. Follow me, guys. Let's do this together. No longer will there be any what? Any curse. Any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be where? In the city. In and his servant will serve him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of the lamp or the light of the sun. For God will give them what? Light. 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 He says, arise and shine for your light has come. Ah, goodness. And the glory of God is risen upon you. They will no longer need a lamp. See, it's not, this is, it's not talking about day and night dimensions. No. No. It's talking about the great light. The first light that was created. <laughs> for the Lord God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. What is this reigning? I've taught us, I taught us when I was teaching dispensations, I taught us that we're in dispensation of grace, but we, we begin to function. We begin to function. The Zoe life it says, I've raised you as kings and priests. It means that you are functioning in a type and shadow of a future dispensation. Because here and now, in this earth, before it is packed up, Christ will reign and rule, and we will stand by him. Hmm. And the angel said to me, verse 6, these words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God who inspires the prophets, sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. It must take place. It must happen. It must happen. It must happen. Now I have shown you this river in the Old Testament. I have shown you how it started. 
how it was disconnected. I've shown you how it was temporarily adjusted by mercy in Psalms 1. I've also shown you the book of Ezekiel, what this river truly can do. I'm also showing you now in the book of Revelations what this river can do. Now, let me show you Jesus. Oof. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, oh my goodness. Let's go to the story of the Samaritan woman. My goodness. Oh, kaparatashi atandele Oof. Ah, John chapter four, my people. John chapter four. Mm. John chapter four. John chapter four. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ah. Ah, my God. Now, Jesus, let's let me let, get. Yeah, verse 7, John chapter 4 from verse 7. John chapter 4 from verse 7. I'll read. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? Because his disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, <laughs> my God, if you knew the gift of God and you knew who is it, who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Hmm. Huh? Sir, this woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. This is the structure. This is the marketplace of fetching water. It was set up by Abraham. He said, you have nothing to draw with. Ah! You don't have the, the structure. You don't have the, the experience. You don't have the, the panache. You don't have the relationships in this sector. Where can you get this living water? Do you think you are greater? than, than, the, than the, 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 the oil industry leaders? Do you think you are greater than CBN? Do you think you are greater than all the structures? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and drank from it himself? We've been doing these things for 300 years. The stock exchange has been alive for many years. Who are you? And Jesus said, everyone who drinks from this structure, you will still be thirsty. <laughs> you can never be satisfied. Haven't you seen? Haven't you seen, even at 80, they are still stealing. They are still never satisfied. But he says, Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Ah, the woman said, Please give me this water so I won't get thirsty and I won't have to come here. What is this water? What is this water? Jesus begins to allude that there's a water that can flow out of you. This is confusing. What do you mean a water will flow out of me? 
well enough to eternal life? Well enough to eternal life? Jesus, what are you talking about? Where? He then now says, okay, you know what? Let me show you something. You remember that in Psalm 1, he told them that if they keep the law, they will be planted by the river because they were still under the concept of time and seasons. Anybody remembers? Now, please, let's read John chapter 7, verse 38. John 7, 38. Somebody read it. I don't want to read it. Somebody read it for us. Read it loud with a loud voice. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Out of his, out of his belly, the scripture says. Out of him shall flow rivers of living water. Ah, okay, now this is confusing. Scripture says there is a throne, there is Eden. Where is Eden? Now he's saying, out of me shall flow rivers of living water. Out of he who believes on me. Someone talks about the one who keeps the law. He will be planted by the river. But he said this time around, there are certain people, if you believe on me, out of your belly will flow these rivers of living water. Ah, out of my belly? So are you trying to say that my belly, out of me, am I Eden? What's the concept of me being Eden? Hmm. What's the concept? of me being hidden. Then we now look at the concept of salvation. Concept of salvation. And now he says, Christ in me, the hope of glory. The temple was torn apart. Then the throne of God, literally, I have now become the temple. I have become the carrier of God's presence. I have become hidden. And as I grew, I have become, I am becoming Eden as Christ is being formed in me. So he says, out of my belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living waters. He's the God who maketh a way in the wilderness, rivers springing out in deserts. Who is that river? Me, 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 me. Oh, oh we see. We see the example with Abraham. He gave his son Isaac the blessing. Isaac dug a river. They took it from him. After they took it from him, he went and dug another river, the, uh, the, uh, another well. The first well he dug dried up. They came after the second one. They came after until he had gone out of their territory. They could not take it from him because what? He was the blessing. Oof, my God. He was the blessing. He was the system of advantage. Everywhere I enter, I come with the Zoe life of Christ. There is a river that flows out of me. I am a privilege. I am a blessing to any system. There is a river. There is a river. There is a river. Oh, there is a river. And Jesus was saying that if you believe in me, this river will flow out of you. This river will flow out of you. This river will flow out of you. 
Out of my belly will flow rivers of living waters. So you ask the Lord, how am I going to take this sector you have called me to? He says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. God, you know, yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I get you, but you don't understand what you are saying. I'm talking about how is it going to happen? He says, do you believe me? Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. You know, God, you see, this is where I don't, I mean, you know, I believe you, but, you know, I help my own belief. He says, out of your belly, out of your belly will flow rivers, rivers of living waters, rivers of living waters. So there is a river that nourishes. There is a river that nourishes. There is truly a river that nourishes. Ah, Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. Kapara Isaiah chapter 12, verse 3. Hmm. The salvation experience brings you into this system. It brings Eden into you, the life of Christ. The life, the life. God tabernacles himself yeah. inside of you. You become that temple that Ezekiel saw. You become literally, literally. And so when you, when you say my body is a temple, understand what you are saying. Out of this temple can still come a river, a river, a river. Isaiah 12, 3, who's reading? A river, a river, a river. Karalo shalaparate. Zenibene kushi. Therefore, with joy, mm. you will draw water from the well of salvation. From the wells of salvation, my people. Ah, when you, when you have the salvation experience, you are automatically translated into that system. Into the system that Adam lost. Into the system that Adam lost. And you can begin to channel that river. Currently, uh, I struggle. They, they, I can just, you have to squeeze my belly to bring out two drops. Don't worry, don't worry. It showed us that there is a man who went out with a measuring rod extending the length of this river. <sighs> Zechariah 14 verse 8. It says, and on that day, living water will flow out of Jerusalem. <laughs> My God. Half of it toward the eastern sea. The other half towards the western sea. Guess what it says? In summer and winter alike. It does not care about seasons. Post that in the comment section. Zechariah 14 8. It does not care. It does not care. Scripture says you will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Ah, after, oh, we are going to pray tonight. Isaiah 55 verse 1. Somebody read it. Isaiah 55 verse 1. Ah, Lord, I don't have money. Lord, how am I going to do it? Lord, how am I going to do this? Lord, how am I going to do that? Lord, how am I going to find help? Lord, how am I going to, Isaiah 55 verse 1 is speaking to you. Who's reading for me? Shalabarati yatabalama. Seninde bele kuparata. Who's reading for me? Oh, zeberetete. Shibande bre kupali yateda. Zebeni shaparati zelibe kuparatanda. Is anyone thirsty? Mm. Come and drink. Even if you have no money. Mm. Come, take your choice of wine or milk. It's mm. all free. Ah, my goodness. You don't have to lay. Hey, Father, Is anyone catching this? 
Come, come. All those of you are thirsty. This is what he was saying to the Samaritan woman. Come, you have no money. Come and do business. Come by and eat. Come without cost. You don't need money for this reality. All you need is to be aligned, to be connected to this river. And you can sing out of my belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living water. And they transfer you to, 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 to the far corners of the earth and you smile. You say it's not by location, out of my belly shall flow rivers. I am a system of advantage. I am a system of advantage. Out of my belly will flow rivers. Ah, how will we take this sector? How will we have the resources? Out of my belly shall flow rivers. That is the ordained system. That is the ordained system. Never did you see Jesus fretting, bothering about what to eat or what to drink or how to reign, how to rule. Out of my belly, out of my belly, out of my belly, the healing of the nations, out of my belly will flow the rivers that will nourish the trees. We don't, we don't walk with scissors, no. We, we are harvesting all year long. Out of my belly will flow rivers, will flow rivers. Whatever I lay my hands upon turns to gold, scripture says, out of my belly, out of my belly. Out of my belly. A version says, from my innermost being, New American Standard Version. Amplified says, he who believes in me, who adheres to, who trusts him and relies on me, as the scripture has said, from his innermost being will flow continually rivers of living waters. Oh, we are going to pray tonight. Oh, we will stretch out of my belly. Have you seen that? You don't even need to call a man. Just lock your door. Lock your door. Lock your door. And groan out of my belly. This thing came as a result of salvation. Now, Lord, I know. Ha! You see, the psalmist says, for we look up unto the hill from whence I help come from. I help coming from the Lord. Then the Lord had not he, he habited men. Now we no longer look up. We look inwards. We look inwards. We look inwards. Lord, I carry you. I host the temple. I carry God inside of me. I am hearing Christ and Christ in God. Therefore, I have the life of Christ in me. Now I have the Zoe life. So I step into my room and I lock the door. Out of my belly shall flow rivers. Rivers of living water. Rivers of living water, rivers of living water, rivers of living water, rivers of living water, out of my belly will flow, out of my belly will flow, out of my belly will flow. Ah, my goodness. In the book of Psalms, he says, the Lord is my shepherd. He had not come into the reality of Christ. He maketh me lie down by still. Now I am the river. 
he flows through my belly. Jesus needed, now you could see how Jesus could function. It's an invisible river. It could function. In that invisible river, you saw the scripture say, many fishes, what a great catch of fish. So where did the fish come from? Out of his belly. Out of his belly. Where did the fish with the gold coin come from? Out of his belly. Out of his belly. How do I command the wealth of the sea? He back. Out of my belly shall flow rivers. God, this assignment you're giving me, how am I going to do it? Out of my belly shall flow rivers. Out of my belly. Out of my belly. It is called the living waters. So he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that you seek for is at the mercy of a river. They will follow you. Like a stream, they will follow you. They will run after you. They will overtake you. Out of my belly shall flow raving waters. Lord, I am called to the marketplace. How am I going to do this? Out of my belly. Out of my belly. Out of my belly. Before we pray, do we have any questions? Do we have any questions? Oh, we are going to pray tonight. We are going to travel tonight. Do we have any questions? Yeah, I do. Go ahead, please. Um, you know, when you said when you're calling to the marketplace, when you said when you're calling to the marketplace, I don't still, I know like you said, when we seek the kingdom of God first, everything will be hand, um, added on to you. I understand the message, but however, I still don't understand the, the person behind being called into the marketplace. Perhaps maybe it's just, I don't, I don't understand it, but however, I understand the picture. Okay, so were you with us from the beginning? Yeah, I was. Uh, All right, so this session is, um, uh, okay, so this, this Friday sessions is, um, is specifically targeted at those in the marketplace, All right? And um, in the marketplace, there are different rules, okay? They will tell you, before you can do this, you have to do this. Before you can do this, you have to do that. Before you can raise money, you have to go to stock exchange. Before you can do this, you have to do that. But the teaching today is saying, and so many times there is a conflict between what God is saying to you, right? There's a conflict between what God is saying to you and what the marketplace is saying. Have you ever experienced that? The scripture is saying one thing, the marketplace is saying another thing. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah. Are you there? All right. So you see I'm that there are they two, they look, they look like two different realities. Right? Oh, uh, you want to you want to enter this particular? You have to bow to the kings of this sector. You have to do this. You have to do that. Right? And you you are, you are struggling. How am I going to relate this with that? How am I going to? The Bible says one thing. The Bible says one thing, but the marketplace is saying another thing entirely. 
And so how exactly am I supposed to function in the marketplace? And scripture says to us, he says, the light, let your light shine. It says, when our light begins to shine, the nations, the Gentiles will flow to it, right? And the, their kings will flow to the brightness of our rising, which means there is their outsiders who will show up on a different system that will make the kings of, of, of Wall Street pause and say, who is this person? How are you doing that? How are you being able to achieve this aside the establishment, right? If you're in the US, you know what the establishment means. Aside the establishment, you're not bowing to the establishment here, you're able to succeed. How? We thought we controlled the banking sector. We thought we, thought we controlled the stock exchange. How are you able to grow? This is how. And so you find that our Christians are having to let go of their principles, let go of their structures in a system that was not entirely designed for them. Scripture says, and Jericho was straightly shot against the people of God. So if you think that you are going to, um, what's it called, take over the systems that the enemy, the king of Tyre and Sidon is already controlling. Now, I, I'm sorry, this is a bit, you know, this is a bit, uh, um, one, of the, one of the things we, we aim to do with this series is we would like for you to start from the beginning, you know, so you can have context because this, you know, like big people will say this, this is meat, right? And so sometimes you, you may not be able to catch up if you don't have, you know, if you don't follow the process from the, you know, from beginning. And I think um, mm -hmm. um, uh, the content is there for you to follow, you know, for you to know how this came by. But what we are saying is, if you think you are going to take this current system and not come with a light, with a different, a different, a superior system, then you are, you are, you are on a long journey. You're on a long journey of frustration. Why? Because they control that system. Unless you are in Christ, you cannot walk in the realities of this new system. This new system is an order that was given pre-Adam. It was an order that Adam walked in, but Adam fell, lost the dominion to the devil. So you find out that you have to join the Illuminati, you have to join whatever society, secret society, for you to really thrive on the earth. However, there is a new system that does not, is not a new ideology. It predates man. There is a new system in Genesis. It says that river is the one that nourishes the garden. You are just meant to tend it. Now we're seeing in the New Testament again that, that that river, Jesus kept talking about the river of living water. What does it say? What does it mean? So what we're trying to do is to expose what that river does, what that river is. And so once you have an understanding of that river, it says, come, Isaiah 55 says, come. You do, I mean, what do you mean come and buy without money in the book of Isaiah? What does it mean? What do you mean when you say, come and come, you don't have money? He says, come all of you who are thirsty. Remember, he did say that if you keep drinking of this water, this system of the world, you will keep getting thirsty. You will keep needing to raise money. You will keep needing to do A. You will keep needing to do B. You will keep needing. It's like an endless circle. They call it the rat race. Never satisfied. Today, you are, you are what's it called? You are the owner of Amazon. You are never satisfied. You are always thirsty for more. But he says, come, in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1, come all you who are thirsty. Remember the Samaritan woman was saying, give me this water you speak of that I may not thirst again. Say, so come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. You without money, come by and eat. 
How would you, what do you mean? Without money? I should come and buy and eat? He says, look, and, and you know, the, the funny part is he's, he's using things that you need money to buy. He says, come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. What in the world is he talking about? I mean, I'm intelligent. What is scripture saying? Is Jesus being, you know, is Jesus, is Jesus being loony? Did something, did Jesus, you know, you know, fall and hit his head somewhere? What is he saying? How am I going to buy things without what, without money? I've got my mortgage to pay. I've got this to do. I've got that to do. How am I going to do this? One day I'm going to teach. One day in this series, we're going to get to the concept of debt. Why it is difficult in the Western part of the world to see this reality. The devil is not stupid. The devil is not stupid. The devil created ease in a system called the credit system so that you will never want to look out and, and look for this river. And so he says, no, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry, depth is available for you. Depth is available for you. You need to know how to use that, but we'll come to that. But he says, come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. You have no money. Emphasis on money. Emphasis on money. Now, I mean, please help us post in the comment section, you know, uh, Isaiah chapter 55 from verse one. I'm going to read verse two now. It says, why spend money on that which is not bread? And why, and why spend your labor on that which does not satisfy? Why spend money on that which is not bread? And why spend your labor on that which does not satisfy? 30 years in a sector, you are still not satisfied. There's no end to the rat race. That's the structure of the enemy. And so if you must really take God's, God's, it must be God's battle axe, take God's will into the marketplace. You have to find out how God runs, how God's system runs. It is not the way the world system runs. This is what Jesus was saying. This is what Jesus was saying. You could, he could have easily have told Peter, just go catch some fish and pay our taxes. We have to work, to, I, I have to work to pay my taxes, I have to work. So he sent Peter, say, okay, Peter, go to work. Go to catch fish. That's your work. Get some fish. It's time to pay taxes. However, when you pick the first fish, there is a gold coin in the mouth of the fish. What in the world are you talking about? What was Jesus trying to say? I am well able. There is, a, there is another system of provision. Of course, Peter did not sell the fish. He abandoned it and left it. Why would I have access to this river and be bothering and be laboring? on the systems of the world. Hmm. This is just an introduction. We will begin to break down these things over time. What is this river? How can I live it in? How can I live in it on a daily basis? How can this river be my daily reality? How? How? Hmm. How? You know, and it's, it's, it's interesting we're beginning to talk about this river because, you know, um, I, I, I don't know if BBP has shared that testimony. Like, I don't even know if it's on here. If it is available to, you know, to speak. BPP is BPP here. Is BPP here? Our oh, darling BPP. Okay, he's not here. Um, no. Okay, so, so I, I just want you to, I just want you to, as physical manifestations of what we call this river, um, the, your testimony about thinking about a need, and it being provided, sir. Could you help us, sir? Oh, yeah. 
Yes, uh, it's a bit faint. Mm. Let's see, second. Yeah, we can hear you now. Or not. Can anyone hear BPP? Uh, maybe, maybe it's from my end. No, it's, it's, it's my isn't working. I can hear you clearly, sir. I can hear you clearly. Oh, so we can you can hear him on Clubhouse, but we can't hear him on Zoom. Oh. Oh. Okay. We better now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's better now. Yes. Sir. Okay. Praise God. Um. So, I'll just share uh, that um we've come to a level in our work with God where. Um, the scripture, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask or think. Um, we've gotten to the level where everything we think about, literally, we get it that day or the next day, myself and my wife um, started out in little, little things. But, you know, I, I, I'm conscious that there's a dimension like that. And when we started to see the patterns, you know, uh, for example, my wife wanted to buy a flask, water flask for the baby. And she saw the exact one. And I think she was just at the point of purchase. And it has something happened, but she couldn't place the order. And I was in uh, Lokoja with Kyle uh, myself and a couple of people where we went to bury uh, my father and the Lord's mom. And then so I was giving a souvenir. And the souvenir was the exact flask that my wife had put on the cart to order. And so I come to, I come back to Lagos. And then, so they were unpacking my bags and then she saw the flask and she's thinking, did you get this from downstairs? Uh, did I place the order or how did this come? I said, no, I just brought this from local judge. She was like, she showed me um, where the part where she was trying to place the order for the same thing. And this has happened over and over and over again. It's even got so, I don't want to even say so bad, so good that I was I, I wanted to change uh, my bath soap. I didn't like uh, again. So I, I was in the store. I just finished buying things. And then, so I remembered I needed to uh, uh, buy soap. And so I asked um the lady, where is the soap section? And she said, it's upstairs. So I'm like, ah, oh, I can't go upstairs again. So I left. And the next day, literally, I got into the office and there were two bars of soap on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, who dropped it there? And they told me, and, you know, story behind me. I was like, okay, Lord, I see you. Now I'm thinking about uh, a jet or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really, really, it's a beautiful place to be, I tell you. Really, really beautiful. Um, and as you grow in the things of God, God, you get to a place where, you know, as you think about something you really need, you know, it's not something you just start uh, abusing and doing all sorts of things. You know, what you need, God starts to care and cater for for you in that measure. Praise God. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much, sir. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. And I, I want us to, just for reference to what he just said, it's scriptural. 
He said, look, it, it, it is, these things start with little things. As Ezekiel chapter 47, the Lord is just showing me this again. Verse 3. This river, it says, Ezekiel 47 verse 3. I just want, I just want you know, us to get there. Ezekiel 47 verse 3. Somebody read for us, actually. Somebody read for us. Ezekiel 47 from verse 3. We're going to read till verse 5. So you to know that these things grow. These things grow. These dimensions grow. It's starting from flask and soap. I'm even going to share a testimony. Baby, I have a test. I have, I have a testimony from the circle for you, and I'm going to share it here. Tomorrow. Uh, and I know it's what is in your, you know, what is in, what is right in front of you. <laughs> let us let, just read the scripture. Ezekiel okay. 47 from verse three to five. Somebody who's reading for us. Going on eastward, with a measuring line in his hand, mm. the man measured a thousand cubits, and then led me through. Um, the water and it was an ankle deep. Mm. Again, he measured a thousand and led me through the water and it was knee deep. Again, mm. he measured a thousand and led me through the water and it was waist deep. Again, he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not pass through for the water had risen. It was deep enough to swim in a river that could not be passed through. And he said to me, son of man, have mm. you seen it? It is, it started from his ankle. But he stayed in that river. And then gradually, he started to increase. So he's starting from flask and soap. Hmm. <laughs> My goodness. He's starting from flask and soap. But gradually, 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 gradually. Ephesians chapter, chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. You know, maybe call this, uh, read the scripture, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. All right? Who says that now unto him who is able to do immeasurably you know, exceedingly abundantly far above all we can ask or think. All we can ask or think. And so he's beginning to function in the realm where his thoughts, he's just thinking about it and the provision is made. All we can ask or think according to his power that's working within us. What's that power? According to his power that's working in us. But there is a pre-qualification. It starts from verse 17 of that scripture, Ephesians 3. It says, so that Christ may dwell in you so that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. Let me look for the King James Version. The King James Version. Hmm. Okay, let me read the New King James. Ephesians 3 from verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you've been rooted and grounded in love. I've told you that this river, this, this ability to walk this dimension comes it comes from the wells of salvation. Now, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you be rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. You see the journey of that river, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to that person, who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we ask or think. Now to him, because he's the one who's able to, according to the level of power that's working us, according to the, the, your placement in that river, according to the level of growth in that river, according to the power that's working us. The testimony I want to share is this. BBB, this testimony is for you because... Um, um, this is what is in line. Um, names with L, but Barrister, I, don't, I've, I know I've not told you yet. Barrister 
goes out three days ago to visit someone, barrister needs a new house. He needs a new house, sir. He left that morning needing a new house. At around 4 p.m., he was handed the papers of a brand new duplex for free. For free. Come on, for now. Free, sir. Come for on. Free, sir. <laughs> for free. Wow. Brand new duplex for free. And I, I know I know why this testimony you know, is, is really? much more, you know, you connect to this testimony much more than any other basic may do. On, Brand man. new duplex for free. He wow. looked at me and said, is this how God is? <laughs> he said, is this how God is? And, oh, my goodness. This is a reality. Look, the system of the world will make you go through mortgage. Will make you go and work for 30 years, work for 20 years to raise money, to begin to hope to be a homeowner. A man went out in the afternoon. In the afternoon, there is a river. Huh? There is a river. There truly is a river. There truly is a river. It is not these things. I mean, these things are not, and we must walk in it. Oh, we must believe it. We've been taught the power of the sea. We must believe it. There is a river. And so now, when, when you get back into your private place, you hold on to Isaiah 55 as one. And say, Father, ah, no, no, no. Now that I know that there is a river, see, I don't necessarily have to look for an uncle in my head. I don't necessarily have to look for a, 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 a person. All I need to do is shut the doors and say, Father, in this new life experience, there's a river. No, there is a river. There is a river. There is a river. And then as I begin to travel, and I grow, there is an angel that comes and measures for me a thousand feet, measures another 1,000 feet. I am growing. I am growing. Now I can get my soap met. I can think about, oh, I'd like to have, I like to have this eating. Someone will just text me and say, oh, uh, you know, there's a delivery person for you. He's bringing something for you. I'm like, what? Is this how this works? And I begin to press into it. There is a river. There is a river. There is a river. We want to take the Arabic sector. We want to take the banking sector. How do we do it and not bow to, to bow? How do we do it and not make deals with the enemy? How do we do it and not lock ourselves in the systems of the world? There is a river. And it will be so brilliant. The result will be so brilliant that the kings, the kings of those structures and those sectors will come like Nicodemus in the night and say, look, scripture says, let your light so shine. Let your light so shine. Arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And it says, Gentiles will flow to your light and, and their kings to the brightness of your rising. The result you are getting is not ordinary. The, the sector will have to come to you. How is a jury business able to start from zero and look at this this? The, 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 the giant strides they are making, there is a river. There is a river. Oh, you know, I love your ideas, but there's no way to do it without, you know, the laws of the land says, hmm. do you know how many times laws are changed? There is a river. There is a river. It was taken from Isaac. He dug another well. They took it. It dried up. They came after the one he dug again until he had, he, had, he had gone far away from that territory. They could not take anymore. And they named that place. 
There is a river. There is a river. And so I want to be in the marketplace. I want to do exploits for God. I want to do great things with with and for God. How do I get resources? My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches. According to the riches in glory in Christ Jesus. That thing is possible. That reality is possible because you get it in Christ. That reality is possible. Once you come into the new life, it is an experience. It says, it says in Christ Jesus, there is an endless resource of riches. And so you're in the marketplace. You don't have to bow to bow. You do not have to bow to bow. There is something that aids you. There is a possibility. You absolutely don't have to bow to bow. You don't have to cut deals. You don't have to do wrong dealings. There is a river. There is a river. There is a river. There is a river. I hope this has helped a few persons before we begin to pray. Oh, because I sense we need to travel. Has this helped anybody? Any questions still? Any questions still? Before we begin to pray. It says, come all ye that test. Come all ye that test. Come all ye that Come, let me give you of this river. Praise God. A question? Um, yes, sir. Um, I think um, someone on Clubhouse has a question. But before then, um, like you said, there's a river. There's, a, there's an opening that I want to fill up. Um, yes, this morning, or yeah, this morning, we're, driv- we're driving. Um, uh, we're going somewhere, myself and my wife. And you know, she was having a conversation with my... A friend, and an opening started then, and this night it's confirmed. I have mm. a slot for three cars, um, mm. and by virtue of the one who opened it, I want to release one for them. But there's a slot for two cars uh, mm. available right now, like you know, right now. Um, I don't know who it. I don't know who needs it. You know who really, need, really needs it. Yeah, I know somebody that needs a car right now. Right now. Uh, you know, but I seriously, there's I a slot. It. There's a slot for for three, it. but I've, I've I've cornered one for the person that they came. I receive it. Uh, I receive it. Yeah, I need one right now, ASAP, right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. These things are, are spiritual reality, okay? Um, as you travel, there's, there's grace available in the room right now to enter into things. 
enter into dimensions. And as you travel, the instructions will come. But I tell you, there's a slot for three cars. This year, before the end of this year, there will be testimonies of three vehicles. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I, Amen. I need one right now. Amen. I receive it. <laughs> one of the things to do is to get a picture of um, the car and paste it where you can see it. That's one of the, and call it fourth. And that's that. I'll, I'll, I'll stop from there. But there are three vehicles. Amongst others, there'll be others and all. I'm just talking about the window that is open right now. Three, you know, one for uh, the person I'm talking about, and then two others that are available. Now, you could say, oh, if it's just two, what if two people get it before me? Um, there's a dimension of faith that can cause you to receive. Uh, when you fetch water from the ocean, it doesn't diminish the quantity of the ocean. Yes, sir. You understand? So the instruction is take a picture, a realistic picture of the car you are trusting God for and paste it where you can see it and call it forth in the morning, calling for things that be not as though they were. You understand the principle? Yes, and sir. then allow the angels to do what they need to do as you travel, Cardi. Yes, you? sir. All right. <sighs> Are we ready to pray? Isaiah 55, Isaiah 55, and verse from verse 1. Why spend money on that which is not bread and your labor on that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. Ah! Listen carefully to me, there's two now, and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest of fare. And you will delight in the richest of fare. It says that there is a river that flows out of our bellies. He says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. And so if that is what the Lord says, if that's what scripture says, that out of my belly, that's the prayer point. If that's what scripture says, that out of my belly shall flow rivers of living waters, out of me, out of me will flow rivers of living water, we are going to travel that this word will come to manifestation in our life. And, and the beautiful part of it is this has started, you know, with BPP. It has started. So it means that it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not an impossibility. It has started. And the oil must flow from the beard, from the head down to the beard of Aaron, down to the hem of his garment. And therefore, therefore, if this is a reality, if this is a possibility, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this. So open your mouth and just begin to travel, begin to pray in tongues. Keep this in your mind, out of my belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Any area that life seems to have mocked your result, any area that life seems to have mocked, things seem that you have to struggle to get anything, that you have to labor to get anything. There is a river that flows out of Eden. There is a river that flows out of you. There is a river that flows out of you to nourish 
nourish, to nourish, to nourish, and to bring results. There is a river. Open your mouth and begin to contend for it. Open your mouth and begin to travel. Open your mouth and begin to travel wherever you are. Rakupa. Out of my belly shall flow rivers, caparatosha, mezibe nebereto sheniva, randi, randi, capacia teda, elebrendo shebarukupande laba, maziba raton de nebelege. That's Marando <laughs> 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 
Thank you, Father. Ah, in Jesus' name. I'm hearing a very, very strange prayer point. I'm hearing a very, very strange prayer point. Ah, Jesus said, Ah, kaparota kapasiata. Jesus said a very powerful prayer point, but we never knew that that prayer point included us. Oh my goodness. He says, Father, you see, if the river flows through your life, if the river flows through your life, you will be a new testament. If the river flows through your life, if the river flows through your life, you will be a living testament of the faithfulness of God. Many may not believe Jesus, but they will look at you and say, nah. no, it was undisputable that Obedidom, it was, nobody could say it, that he had carried the ark of God. He had housed, he had housed God and his life turned around. These things were recorded for us in scripture to see. And there is a component. The component of you being an extension of this river is because glory must be given to the Lord. After all, he says, arise and shine and light has come. That the glory of the Lord may be risen, may arise over you. And so when the earth sees the manifestation of this river in your life, they come and say, no, this can only be God. They are kings, the head of those setters. Come and say, no, there is something this lady knows. There is something this man knows. This can only be God. Truly, there is a God in Israel. Why? Because they found out that they have done all their calculations. They have done all their analysis. They have done everything they need to do. The financial projections, whatever, name it. And they know this result is not from this. It's not from the human realm. They know. They know. And Jesus said, He says, glorify me with the glory that you have that I had before, that I may in turn glorify you. Hmm. Give me, glorify me. I've had it before, that I may in turn glorify you. And in the order of glorification, Jesus gives glory to God. He's completed his work. We give glory to Jesus. 
we in partnership with the Holy Spirit give glory to Jesus. All everything, the pinnacle of our pursuit is that he will be declared Lord of all over the earth. And so all that we are doing is to bring glory to Jesus who in turn gives glory to the Father. And so if that river, you see, you must ask Jesus, Oh, God, 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 things are opening up. You must see that when you come into understanding of the river, you will understand how Hannah came that year to Shiloh. She did not come like the previous year. She came for a transaction. Father, you see this, you know you need, you desperately need a prophet. And I need a son. Let's enter a transaction. My womb is available. Let this river flow through me. And guess what? The river does not flow once. Because Samuel opened the womb of Hannah. It does not flow once. It's a continual river. She made a transaction. Lord, you need something. And I need something. Enough of these tears that I've been crying. Now she went out. She was traveling. The priest thought she was mad. The the priest thought she was drunk. But she was traveling. I need this. This thing must flow. You know you need it. Now he said, Father. Glorify me with the glory I had before. Man, when man was created, he was given dominion. He was given access, and that river was flowing. But man fell. Man fell does not mean that he wasn't given that dominion in the beginning. It doesn't mean that that river does not flow again. So it is the preordination of man for that river to flow for that river to flow. Now, why is the river going to flow in your life? Because you have needs? Because you just want a car? Because you just want, you know, you just want to have your needs for that? No, not just that. That is, that is my news. The river should flow because the name of Jesus has to be lifted up. You have to be a living witness. Now I'm giving you tools for negotiation. You are not the only one who needs that river to flow. Oh, the Father needs glory. Needs the glory of the Son to arise through your life. He's created you as a strategy for manifesting your glory. So don't think it's a futile attempt of you begging for something. No, no, no. That's what the Spirit of God is telling me now. It's not, not don't pray this prayer with, a, with, 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 with what's it called? With a God, I beg you. God, I'm begging. I'm begging. Ah, no. The preordination. What did, what did Jesus come to do? To restore you back to the original design. In the original design, this river was flowing. Father, for your glory's sake, as a prayer point. Father, for your glory's sake, let this river flow through my life. Father, for your glory's sake, let this river flow through Sumi. Father, for your glory's sake, let this river flow. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Father, for your glory's sake, 
In Jesus' name I pray.
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In my, in my, in my, the Lord is opening my visions to see. I'm seeing that angel with the measuring rod. So for different people in different capacities, there's increase about come. Now let me show you one of the mysteries of this river. Ah. BPP told us that one of the graces the Lord revealed was upon his life is the grace for restoration. Let me show you, the Lord is showing me exactly how that works. Ah, Jesus. Job chapter 14 from verse 7. It says, at least there is hope for a tree. If it is cut down, it will sprout again. And his new shoots will not fail. Its roots may grow old in the ground and its tongue may die in the soil. Yet, at the scent of what? Who's reading with me? At the scent of what? Water. At the scent of water, it will bud and put forth shoots like a plant. The grace is already upon the settlement of the house. The river is increasing from ankle to knee length, to hip length, to waist length, to body. After a while, it is every, just turn any direction, the river, the river, the river, and it will flow. Oh, it will flow. And we're going to pray. See, there is a secret with what I am seeing, with what I am seeing. If someone steps into Sumi today, take a picture of yourself. Take a picture of your current situation and take a picture of your current circumstances and record it. And record the day you stepped into Sumi. Ha! There is a river. Hey, goodness. That the, at the scent, this tree, this, if it, hey, my, my God, my God. When the Lord, when the Lord says, when, the, when Jesus opened the eye of the blind man, you think Jesus really makes mistakes? No, there is something they wanted to leave in us for, in scripture for us as reference. And they opened the eye of the blind man and said, what do you say? Say, I see men like trees. Say, ah, I've given you heavenly vision. No, let's give you earthly vision. I am a tree. He plant, the planting of the Lord. So when he says that this river, this river, no matter how a tree is battered, no matter how a tree has been battered, life has done all sorts. Wait for the arrival of this river. He didn't even say at the, at the scent that the river is coming close, that I can perceive fresh water. Life comes. Life comes. And so we are going to begin to pray that everyone steps into Sumi. Everyone that steps into Sumi. Ha! Is stepping into a river. And the God who restores, as he has placed upon the set man, may that river, may everyone encounter that river. Open your mouth and begin. Anyone steps into Sumi, that river, that river, 
there is a In Jesus' name, we People of God, oh my goodness, my goodness. You see, there, there is a dimension where people will say, I am traveling and looking for greener pastures. Can everyone hear me? Yes. So there is a river. There is a river. 
People will say, I'm looking for greener pastures. Ah, I'm, I've gone to Congo. I'm now in the US, it's not working. I need to go to the UK. And I just need to go to where things are working. Ah, who lied to you? When the thing that makes everything work is inside of you. Who lied to you? Who lied to you, believer? Who lied to you, son of the living God? Who lied to you? There is a river. Out of your belly it flows. Out of your belly it flows. When that river starts to flow, when that river starts to flow, people will make a beating path to your door. When that river starts to flow, when that river gushes out, oh, there is a river. My goodness, the visions that the Lord is showing me now, there is a river. There is a river. And I saw that river flow out and people were coming in on canoes and boats and yachts and ships. And that river saw me a stream. That river soon became a stream flowing down and people were flowing up to the source, flowing up to the source. There is a river, guys. In the book of Psalms, Jesus had not come to bring us back into that reality. So he said, he made me lie down by green pastures. He leaded me beside still waters. I told you that in, in Psalms chapter one, he said, this man, as long as he keeps the law, are you still keeping the law? As long as he keeps the law, the law will make him be a planting by the river of waters. However, he only bears fruit every season. But I've shown you over several scriptures, winter, summer, any time, every month, this one, this river flows. This is why you don't, you relocate, you move locations by the instruction of God, not because there is greener pasture. You are the green pasture. Ah, my father, you are the green pasture because there is a river that can flow out of you being healing to the nations. There is a river. There is a river. One day, one of the ways I describe, you know, one day, I don't know who made this statement. Who made this statement? Yeah, it was somebody who made this statement to my dad. I said, why is it that anywhere they throw you, even as life has shown you battles, anywhere they throw you, you still have an idea. And he looked and he said, it's called the blessing. I didn't understand it then. Now I understand it better. Now I understand it better. He may not have known many things needed to enter the fullness of what he carried, but he understood one thing, that as long as he had breath in his nostrils, inside his head, there was always possibilities, ideas. I mean, I sometimes want to go to him and say, oh God, rest. You don't have the energy. There's a time for man to walk. You don't have it anymore. What is it just a well? He can't stop. He can't stop ideas. 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 Can't you just think about anything? There is a river. Now we know why Abraham gave everything he had to his servants, but gave the blessing. He gave the blessing to Isaac. Isaac dug the well. <laughs> Look. When you are the river and you know you, there is the river that flows out, 
they will come, they want to, the government wants to seize your company. They say, okay, you know, I lend to nations I do not borrow, take the company. Then you move to the next state, you start again. It's blooming. I thought we tried to stop this guy. I thought we tried to stop this lady. Come, they upgrade another law. Climb down on you. You go somewhere else again. You raise it again. Why? It is, it is what I carry. It is what I carry. There is a river. There is a river. After a while, they will give up. There's nothing we can do to this fellow. They've tried to cut off your source. They've tried to find out where, where, how. It's a mystery. Possess the it's a mystery. It's a mystery. And that's why I was saying, let us pray for light. If the Lord does not reveal it, you will not get it. It's a mystery. How can a man begin to think about what he needs and somehow, somewhere, somebody begins to make sure it happens? How can a man? Do you think people love people like that? Do you think people really love people? A stranger, they are meeting someone for the first time? Are you handing papers of a full building in an estate? Ah, there is a river. It says you will live in houses you did not build. How will they come by? A river. A river. A river. It says all those in the book of Matthew, it says all those who suffered many things for my sake and for the gospels. A hundredfold you will get in this earth. No, wait, I know there's heaven and eternal life. It says with persecutions, do I? Because you're a mystery, you can't be understood. You cannot be understood. They will try. Anything men cannot define they will abuse it, they will insult it. So he says with persecutions, what is the persecution? The seal that you are a mystery, you are a mystery. We are going to pray one more time, one more time. Ah, one more time. This is a mystery of dominion. This is a mystery that makes the earth bow and say, this one is beyond our, beyond our grasp. This one has caught onto the reality, this one, how is Russia being sanctioned? They cut off their river. They cut off their financial system. It is, the, it is the system of the world. If that does not tell you anything, it should tell you that there is some people who can determine you, who can determine how you succeed because they control that system. If they don't control that system, why would the Russian rubble become, I mean, I mean Zimbabwe for once, their currency can now, can now stand as a big boy. They made a mess of the Russian economy. How did that happen? Because all they did was disconnect this, disconnect this, disconnect this. We are your source. If that does not give Christians, Christians should just put your eyes away from the issue of North, South, and East, West fighting and see what that thing is saying. That, that, that crisis in Ukraine and Russia is a nectar to the body of Christ. If you are not careful, they will cut off your source. You have to, you have to get away from this source and connect to the real source, a river, a river. You want to preach the gospel to nations and you want to be connected to their systems? How? 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 People of God, I say to you, there is a river. It says, do not save up your, your, your treasure where moth can hit them, where thieves can steal them. Where policies can scatter them. There is a place. There is a place. 
될수 있어. 아, 아니면 I don't know. I mean, it feels like I'm sitting on BBC. I can't keep up with the things I'm saying. But um, ha shalato sharabaniada. I leave this to the others. I just want every single one to pray. I want every single one to pray. Every single person. My goodness. I want every single person to pray. Pray this last time. This is the prayer you should take away. But now that we are under a corporate gathering, there's more fire. One will take a thousand to put a thousand to fly. Take more fire from here and take it to your private places. And say, enough of these uncles I'm calling. Enough of these aunties I'm calling. Enough of these you know, people I am. I am you have become, your, when your phone rings, your, your caller ID is now a sort of discouragement. Why? The earth will do that to you. Don't blame them. They were not designed to be your source. I mean, oh my God. And so unfortunately, when Lord, when words are declared, helpers are coming, this will happen. The first thought that comes to your mind is, oh, okay, maybe it's gonna come from Uncle James. Oh. There's a man, there's a, there's a billionaire who just, you know, just made comments about me. Okay, I, I think it's going to be him. Get your mind away from people and humans. Now, know that it is a river. Get your mind away. Once you can focus your mind on the fact that there is an invisible river, a naked river in desert, in deserts, streams. How does that happen? There is a river. It flows in men. And that's why men are powerful. Men are powerful. A man can be walking, you can not know what this, the river is carrying, can change your course of walk. There is the river. Now we're going to pray this final prayer. Father, any limitation to the expression of this river through my life, let it be scattered. Any, any, take it out. Any limitation. Any limitation. The expression of to the expression. This is what I was ordained. This is how I was ordained to function. Any limitation. To the expression of this, Let's 
Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Um, I see um, Angela's hand is raised. Anything to address? Um, yes, good evening. Uh, Father, we just bless you. Just thank you. I just wanted to share and when you kept on talking about the system and the Lord just kept on revealing the system and and you finished it up and you just you said it just at the last end here. And he just kept on showing the system in the desert. So on the surface, everything looks like nothing is happening. But the system is that we are systems like little tunnels of underwater rivers, underground rivers in different spheres and our different parts of, um, in the, you know, the different, um, who, the, 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 in our different um, place of influence in, our, in the marketplace. So, and if with everyone sprouts up and then an oasis comes up there. And when we're talking about the scripture that was talking about the milk and the honey and the oil and the wine of it being fertile, running with fertility in the milk and the anointing, a place of refuge in every system, in every underground system. So though it does look empty and dry and, and arid, we are, the, we are like the secret weapon the Lord has got on the earth. And we are running underground in our different systems. And we're not just carriers. We are the actual, whew, it's like, um, like electricity. That's the only way I could see it, like a flow. And we're not, because the Lord does not, he doesn't share, he was not going to share his glory. It is those that are yielded and yielded and allowed for him to flow through as a river as this flowing river into the different parts of industry that we are, that we will be the source of, of, of security, of safety, of flourishing, and of, of, of holding together. 
like an oasis in the dark, in the desert. Amen. That's really all. God bless you. Um, just, just to buttress that, that you know, saying of hers before Tim comes up, Isaiah chapter 66 from verse 12 to 13. Isaiah chapter 66 from verse 12 to 13. Somebody posted. Isaiah 66 from verse 12 to 13. Isaiah 66, what? 12 to 13. 66, 12 to 13. Okay, this is NIV. And it says, for this, what the Lord's, for this, what the Lord says, I will extend peace to her like a river and the wealth of the nations like a flowing stream. You will nurse and be carried on her arm and dangled in her and dangled on her knees. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you and you will be comforted over Jerusalem. Over Jerusalem. Mr. Tim. Hello, sir. Hello. Can you hear me? Absolutely. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Um, I've got a new word. I call it one that feeds me a butcher, you know, because you give pure meat. That's pure meat that was given here. Um, can you hear me very well? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a bit faint, though, but yeah. Okay, let me take off my headphones. Better now. Hello? Aha. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. I said I, I've got a new word, and I, I call one that gives good meat a butcher. So uh, the, the, the word was really good, good was wonderful meat that you know that that's filling me up, and you know I have I have more to even eat, sustain me for for more days. But one thing, the, the word that that was spoken about the river like this here, yeah, I was looking at Ezekiel forty-seven. It says this water flows towards the eastern region, and then. It goes further to verse nine, and wherever the river goes, every living creature that swans will will live, and there will be yeah. very many fish. For the waters go there, that the waters of the sea many become may become fresh. So everything will live where the river goes. Mm. The our life mm. is dependent on that river in Christ Jesus. Our life is dependent on that river. Wherever that river flows through, we shall have everlasting life. Mm. Hmm. I now looked at something because I've been cracking my brain for Mark ch chapter 4 as well Mark chapter 4 if anybody that knows me will know that I've been on Mark chapter 4 for a very very long time every week you hear me talk about Mark chapter 4 and I was looking at Mark chapter 4 the parable of the seed of the seed growing and you know the thing about the parables of Christ yeah, they're very multi-layered and you understand it based on the level of 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 of, of truth and godly wisdom that you apply, right? Mm. So it's it's measurable. It, it is it what's it's subjective to your understanding. So 
when I was looking at this, and as you were talking about the river, the river, my, my heart could not just get away from Mark chapter 4. And I'll read the parable, Mark chapter 4, verses 26. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. And that's what he's, that's the only man's action. He scatters the seed. And then you see what happens in the kingdom of God. He sleeps and rises night and day and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how <laughs> this thing happens. The earth produces by itself. Um, the first, the blade, then the air, then the full grain in the air. But when the grain is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And I yes. said, that missing piece is the river. <laughs> hmm. I was like, Lord, you are amazing. Ah, oh, wow, 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 wow. Anyway, that, that's what I wanted to, to say. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You, this, this, um, this thing, Bible study, right, gave me the missing piece to the parable <laughs> that I've been trying to unlock for a while. So, yeah, thank you. You see, man was not called to toil. That's what that, you know, thank you, you know, brother team, for that. He just sows the kingdom, but he just sows the seed and goes away. Ah, my father. You know, which is also the mystery of preaching. People will tell you, okay, let the person come under the atmosphere. I'm not a prayer contractor. Let me sow the seed and leave the word to work its wonders. Now we'll understand why, you know, in Mark chapter, Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Let's, let's open to read Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. And it says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. <laughs> follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me. You have been fishing fishes. From the, from, this, from the waters. But there is a life that I will give to you. There is a life that I will give to you. There, see, the sea is the place of trade. The sea is the conductor, is the belly of trade. And so there is, a, there is a supernatural one that comes. There's a supernatural one that comes. That's why someone can sow a seed and a pillow can water it and the fruit will come for the kingdom. Why is Apollo? Why is Apollo watering it? Who is Apollo? A carrier of this living water. A carrier of this living water. A carrier of this living water. BBP was asking us on Wednesday, what was your experience the first time you heard me? Some of people said it was like quenching their thirsts. River. Out of my belly shall flow rivers. Rivers of living waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something we must contend for. We must. We truly must contend for. We must contend for. Father, look, the world is getting dark. The world, we need new solutions. The Lord, we need new systems. Why people are shouting, you should be dancing. Why? Because the stage is being set for light to show up. My favorite reference, if I put, if you turn on your security lamp at 12 midday, the one in front of your house is useless. But look at it, it's useless. Wait, it's waiting for the day for the sun to go down and then gradually begins to rise in impact. 
gradually be interrupted in the past. The same light you mocked, you, 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 you overlooked at 12 o'clock. Come check it at nine o'clock. It is now the guide to your path. We are in that time, we're in that season. There is a global hunger coming. Nigeria, brace up. Brace for the next two months. April and May will be very pivotal. Brace. The pandemic still being cooked. You have to work in a different system. A different system. Jesus did 5,000. You don't even know the number of wives and women and children up the hill. And for three days, he was teaching them no food. How come we never heard that he fainted? How come we never heard that there was opera? He switched them to a system. For three days, they were not eating. The disciples had to say, you know, still thinking like humans. Hi, hey, but these people, are we going to send them without food? And he was like, ah, you people, haven't you asked why they are still here? How come they are here without food? But just so that I will show you that I am a God of both realms. Just so that I will show you that I am a God of both realms. Bring anything you have. Father, I give thanks unto God. I give thanks. I raise this on Thanksgiving. Why? He knows there's a river. Now begin to serve. See them 50 by 50. And they came back. 12 baskets. We must contend for this. It's not just a prayer we pray down here. It's a prayer you will take on. Oh, I say it with authority. Authority. Take a picture of yourself. Take a picture of your circumstances. Take a picture of your bank balance home and abroad. And watch the wonder-working power of the river of life between now and December. As long as you are connected to this house. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. BPP, do you want to close us out? Do we have BPP in the house? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for all that you've done tonight. Thank you for birthing that's taking place tonight. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. It says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power at work in you. According to your measure. Your measure of access. Lord, I pray that these spiritual realities will become their physical realities. Amen. Lord, I pray that it will not just be words that tickle their ears, but they will enter and experience these dimensions in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. My God, you said to me, that whosoever is connected to you by heart, the same thing that is upon you is upon them. Lord, even this measure that I've just entered in, that is still blowing my mind every day, I release it over your people. Amen. Oh God, let their needs 
begin to be supernaturally met. Amen. You are the God of the angel armies, Lord. The angelic dimension is real. But some people have not still come to that reality. Oh, Father, I ask, by your mercy, oh God, that you prove these things to them, that they may know the abilities of the angel. Amen. I pray for each and everyone, irrespective of where they are. By grace, let elevation come. Amen. Father, you said that this is our month of enlargement. I declare, by the Mimshak, you cannot be small. Enlarge Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Enlarge in the name of Jesus. Amen. Enlarge in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, Father, I pray for those who require urgent attention. Lord, tonight, by the measure of your grace, the measure of the supply of your grace available, let those urgencies be attended to in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Lord, concerning the scarcity coming, you always release supply. There must be fat cows before the thin cows come. As you said in February, and we have seen many testimonies of this reality. Oh, Father, I pray for everyone here who has not accessed this measure, by your grace, let something large come into their hands. Amen. Let their own fat cow come in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh God, I just release this dimension of your spirit. Let this river flow. Amen. Let it Amen. flow across everywhere the river went. Life came there. Every dead areas of your life, as the river flows there, let, let life come. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, my God, Amen. pray for everyone in the marketplace. You will not be at the bottom of the food chain. Amen. But the same grace that causes men to rise will rest upon you tonight. Amen. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the cars released. Thank you for the houses released. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Go, ministry spirits. Go. Release the monies that you have. Satan, get your hands off our money. The monies released to Sumi. Get your hands off it. We declare that these things will enter your hands. Each and every one of you, none be left out. Amen. I hear my spirit. I don't know which or where this is coming from, but like a government is holding someone's money. And before the end of next week, it will be released. Amen. 
Amen. See this one coming from the government. I see this coming from the government. Government crediting your account. It's been pending. You've been waiting and expecting and be checking and checking and checking. Before the end of next week, check again. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. By the end of April, when we have one of these classes, I'll be there. And then there will be an impartation from the angel of commerce on the rivers in the marketplace. And then you will enter transactions that will make you feel like you are dreaming. Amen. Amen. Angel of commerce has been moving around places. The turn for Sumi is April. Be sensitive. sensitive. (laughs) Do you remember one time where I said, and I I ensured I checked with the Lord so that I was not found in Canada. Does anybody remember where the Lord told me everybody in Sumi will be rich? Who was in that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Just remember that word. I checked with God. Are you sure you don't use this kind of words? You use like your needs will be met and all that. He said, no, I, I know what I'm saying. This angel of commerce. April, when is our turn? By the things you, your ears will hear, you will know that this is not a joke and this is not a suggestion. Prepare your hearts. You shall experience the realities of this truth. Watch the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Glory Amen. to God. Glory to God. Team, you want to say something? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me very well? Yes. Do you know that six months, well, five months ago, a declaration was made? (laughs) Do you remember? Which one? It was a declaration was made on the 29th of October 2021. Do you remember? Stroke the thirtieth. It says check your your um. It says the look the instruction right was to write down um your bank balance. <laughs> do you remember? Yes, 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 I do. Yeah, write down your bank balance and and check it by six months from that day that was sent. And when was now talking about and you're now talking about April and you know. Oh, and, six months. Well, April is six, six months. Yeah, April is six months from, from October. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. I wasn't counting. <laughs> so let's, let's, anyone that caught on to that, um, that word that day, I definitely caught on to it. The 29th of October, I think it was a Saturday. It might have been a Saturday. Yeah, that, that happened in the Sumi Fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, just watch the space. <laughs> there you go. There you go. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Kaede. Can we say thank you to Kaede? He's blessed us so much. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Thank, thank you, you very thank much. You. Thank, thank, you. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Brother. Good luck to you. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful Friday. Good night, everybody. Bye. Night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Shalom. Good night, everybody. Shalom.